When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where I actually think the Lava Beast from Volcanic Mine would make a good pet. I'm Michael. And I am Oxy. If you're new here, welcome. We talk about old school RuneScape. I don't know why after what is now 37 weeks, I'm still awkward when describing to new people what we do on this show, but we talk about old school RuneScape. Um, do we kind of have a focus on mid to late game as opposed to end game i don't know why so i just i looked over at michael on the camera as though he was in here irl he's not i should just keep looking at the camera anyways tangents aside we talk about old school runescape if you're not new here buckle up baby you're in for it today (laughs) i don't know why but it's part of the fun of xp waste yeah (laughs) how was your week my week was pretty good. Uh, I was thinking about it on the way home. I've, I always will criticize myself before I'll compliment myself. But I'm obviously over the years have gotten a lot better at like recognizing, okay, everything is good. It's been a very net positive week. I'm extremely good. pissed off at my performance in the Inferno. But overall, it's been a pretty good week. Yeah. I good. got... Uh, I got, I don't know why, I got a wild hair in my ass this morning. I got the elite combat achievement for Vedion KC done. I did 34 Vedion, and 33 of those kills went uninterrupted. It was the last kill. It was the last (laughs) kill. And these guys came in like dog shit gear. Yeah. And they TB'd and they snared and I was typing. I'm like, Casey Vedion, fellas, come on. Like, I need one more, oh. like, off for like two seconds because I had nothing yeah. in my living bag. And they just outnumbered me. You can't, you're not going to out eat four AGSs. So I'm like, they just sent it? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, okay. like, let me get the kill and then you can, you can kill me. Like, literally, I, th- I, I, I think care. I was in, I think I was in VC. I'm like, enjoy dick. Like I had like less than 200 charges on my mace. I had some Mortmire fungus in my looting bag. Cause turns out that's a wow. drop from Vedion. And then what, everything what? else was just like supply drop. So like, wow, have fun. Enjoy nothing. Yeah. If you're the PKers who uh, got Oxy this morning, hello and welcome. Um, enjoy that. Nothing. Yeah. I hope, I hope you really enjoy it, but, I'm struggling in the Inferno a lot, um, yeah. which is to be expected, as it is the single hardest piece of content in the game. But right. it is—it's frustrating. I keep anti-flicking myself, so I'm gonna try to explain this because if you can explain it, you understand it. So it's gonna be a scuffed explanation, but hear me out with this. So. OSRS, the tick system, we've talked about it before. Every monster attacks on a different tick cycle. 
And you have to one tick flick, which is alternate between mage and range every 0.6 seconds. So like do, 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 do Mm -hmm. back and forth um, to protect yourself from some attacks if you off tick them, which means monsters are attacking on a different tick. Now, the, uh, the hard thing that I'm struggling with is the rangers, which hit decently hard, and the blobs, which attack on a six-tick cycle. Every three ticks, they read your overhead, and then the three ticks after that, they attack with the opposite. So it's like one, two, three, they read prey mage. Four, five, six, they attack with range. Interesting. Um, and then I think the rangers attack every, like, four ticks, maybe? I think the rangers four tick? I, I, ha- I can't confirm that. Somebody knows the Inferno better than me. So pretty much what you have to do is range, mage, range, mage, range, mage, range, mage, in about that rhythm to keep fully protected when you have yeah. a ranger and a blob stacked on top of one another attacking you at the same time. It's, a, it's an easy concept on paper, but I keep anti-flicking, which means if I'm being attacked, range, mage, range, mage, I'm praying mage, range, mage, oh, no. range. And I don't know how I keep doing that to myself. And yeah. it's super infuriating. I'm not using the metronome plugin because Jesse, our resident Inferno master, has said that. Skills. Yes, two fast kills. Has said that when you turn the prayer on, it makes a sound. When you hear the sound, switch to the next prayer. And oh. that's the rhythmic do, do, do. Okay, do, so you could do. do a net. You get the metronome without the metronome. Yes, and, and even now, I feel like I have a better, I, I have a bit better of an understanding of what a hundred ticks per minute means. Uh-huh. And not and like yes, obviously I know what it means, but as far as like feeling it, understanding it, being able to recite the rhythm. <sighs> TLDR: The Inferno's really freaking hard, and I knew it was going to be hard, and I'm just frustrated that I have done flicking before well in the inferno Mm -hmm. but for the last like three runs i've been on i just anti-flick and and mess up i don't know why so Mm -hmm. i'm frustrated at that overall though net positive week how about you michael how's your week been it's also been a good week i started solo dad week like a week ago today and so it's been it's been an eye-opening experience, to say the least, of like what single parents do <laughs> out in the world and, and stay-at-home moms and dads. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot different than I, than I thought it was going to be. Like I imagined life being, I'm just going to play RuneScape all day. I'm just going to have time to myself all day. Mm-hmm. But like, no, not, not at all what I thought it would be. It's not a bad way at all, no. It's, it's rewarding, and it's good. But... My expectations are way off, but also a net positive week, I think, for me. I'm 92 mining, so I could do Amethyst if I want to, but I need, I've been, like, I want to get the expert mining gloves. Mm -hmm. So I've been, like, I've been power mining iron. I think I'm actually going to go from 92 to 93 just power mining iron, because it's, like, one of the best ways to get the the unid- unidentified mm-hmm. fragments or whatever they're called. Do you, do you not get them from mining amethyst? You do, but I think it's slower. I'll okay. have to look into it. Um, I have t- 10 right now and you need 240. 
So it's not like power mining iron is not bad. Like you get in a rhythm you can, and I set my, um, if I'm playing on the computer, I don't even have to shift drop because there's a plugin called custom left trip, custom left click dropper. That and sounds you cheaty, but also awesome. I mean, it's in the plugin hub. Everything in there is approved. Yeah, I mean, shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I can't speak on whether or not you'll get in trouble for it, but they do say everything here has been reviewed and it passes. So essentially what that means is you um, you type in the item's name into the plugin, and anytime you click something with that name, it just it's a left click drop. I think it somehow uses like a shift drop mechanic. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. That's kind of awesome. I might need you might need to show me that plugin because that could be yeah. sweet for it AFK. Would make, it would make AFK know. really nice, and it would make um, uh, tick three tick or two whatever tick fishing where you have to drop stuff. Holy like, shit! That could make click, three click, ticking drop broken, dude. Yeah. So I think that's what people would mainly use I'm it for. I'm surprised but... that plugin is still in the game at that point. <laughs> if... It might be flying under the radar, so uh, who knows? Sorry, if you developed that plugin and you've been keeping it a secret from Jagex and we just doxed you, we apologize. But sorry about that. That's, nice. that. It's one of those, like, it seems too good to be true type things. But Yeah. I mean, the shift drop is a thing. So you can automatically like you can left click drop a whole inventory. You just have to hold shift. So I don't I don't really see what the the difference is. Mm-hmm. That being said, I could be shift dropping stuff. It's not a big deal if that plugin goes away. Yeah, but. it's not it's not a game changer. Like I don't imagine it's increasing your XP exponentially. It's it's really not. I it, mean, maybe for anything, sh- three ticking it might but iron it's not if anything it's just making it marginally more afk yeah <laughs> that's what i think is because i can have awesome like, about it but <laughs> i can have one hand up behind the head and just play with the mouse and not have to reach up and click the keyboard to shift drop yeah but, uh, just like sit back like this absolutely yeah. get get i'm talking Reclined. like full ride a low yeah yeah apple yeah. bottom jeans type shit low in your chair yeah. Leaned all the way back. <laughs> Other you're hand freaking. has your phone and you're on TikTok. <laughs> Vibing at that point. Bro, you know what? I've yeah. been playing on my phone. And yes, what? for the observant of you on Spotify and YouTube, I am wearing a button up dad shirt with pajama pants. Um, oh, I didn't even see. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I've been playing that Melvor Idol game that they've talked about. Oh, yeah. I got bored over the weekend, and I'm like, "No, it was at work," and I was like, "What's that game they talk about? Like the, the weird whatever it is, text-based RuneScape or something?" Yeah, it's like it's literally Idlescape. It's it really is. It's fun. I I just mined 787 iron, and I got some emeralds and topaz and di- hey. diamonds with that. My brother plays that game. It's he uh, it kind of got him back into actual RuneScape because. He can play that while he's at work. And I'm like, dude, you can play mobile, like actual RuneScape on mobile. He's like, oh, okay. The best part so. is, the, I will say the best part about this is you can play, you can play it. It's like, I assign my character to mine. It's almost like the Rune bot on Discord. 
Yeah, yeah. Where I just have my character mining iron right now for steel bars to get an upgrade. See how I'm already uh-huh. I'm already going through the motions of like do this to do this to do this. RuneScape, baby. You can play that in the background while playing RuneScape on your oh phone. Oh my gosh. Like it stays open. You can play we'll RuneScape while you play it. RuneScape. Bro, I went to bed the other night. I mined pure essence. I came I woke up to like nineteen thousand pure essence in my bank. Wow. Rune crafting is surprisingly rewarding uh, on mm. Melvor Idol. It's really weird. Rune crafting is great. Mining is super easy. Smithing isn't too bad. Fire making sucks balls. But so like all of the skills that we hate in OSRS are actually <laughs> it's flipped. It's like if you were like botting those skills in RuneScape, it would be super, uh, yeah. super relaxing. But Dude, all the uh, ones where the click intensive. <laughs> Agility is actually super fun. Agility, so really? you like, you can, you have to like buy obstacles with GP and have certain agility levels to buy them. So you have to do other skills to make money. And huh. then you buy the obstacles and your character will like run them in a row, I think. I only have the one obstacle unlocked because I'm a poor boy, but like, you're, it just over and over, it takes like three seconds. You come back. I got one to 18 agility in literally 20 minutes. I'm like, this is awesome. This is only the first tier of obstacle. Yeah. I will say Melvor Idol is is fun. We're not, not sponsored. Sponsor. We're not no, sponsored. It would be awesome if we that. were. It really would Welcome be back. awesome if we were. Welcome back to oh, XP Waste, a Melvor Idol podcast. Bro, at that point, we're sponsored by Jagex. Like, uh, we are sponsored by Jagex at that point. Does Jagex make Melvor Idol? So I think Jagex either bought it or finally endorsed it because it is like cut and copy runes. Yeah. Like yeah. You think like a cease and desist would be in order, but that's, they... <laughs> honest to God, it, that's the either that's the other direction this goes. Either it's a cease and desist or yeah. uh Jagex is just like it's ours now awesome <laughs> like that's well, that's kind of what i'm thinking with that overall it's it's a fun game so yeah dude you could easily I, recline with that plugin yes i think my brother got 99 mining already on melvor idol i'm like what are the xp rates they're because they're dog shit but it but shouldn't be that good they're not that good they're actually the same xp in osrs so pure You're essence me- is 5 xp Iron ore is like 14 XP, but it's a never log. Oh, it's literally so like if you're botting, never logging and everything, it's like endless harvest. So everything I goes see. directly to your bank. Gotcha. So I think I've mined upwards of like 7,000 iron ore today. And I am just flying through. I've had the game for less than a week. I'm flying through some of these levels. <laughs> I've already got yew trees. I've already got mithril wow. ore. I'm knocking on the door of adamant ore for mining. So uh, when you, you when you can never log from like 11 p.m. to 10 a.m. Yeah. Like, can you can you do two things at once? Like can you do mining nope. and wood cutting? Nope. You only do okay. one thing at a time. So it's it's the same grindiness of RuneScape in that respect, where mm-hmm. <sighs> doing one thing for another. You know, the only thing you can do passively is farming. That's the only thing you can passively do is farming. Okay. Um, which is still a little weird. I don't I don't love farming in this game either. So 
Uh, <laughs> sorry, you don't all like my farming farm. in, in real RuneScape. <laughs> I don't really like farming unless I have a teleport to every single tree patch. I don't do farming. Ask the boys on my group Iron Man team. I'm not the farmer. Neither am I. No. TMD, we love you for that. <laughs> we really do. Um, he he asked me for the rune sim so he could get, he could kill Spory. Like you're already killing a Spory. I love that. I think <laughs> why is my farming level as high as this? Oh, because I did fairy tale. That's why. Oh, did you do part two? No, I oh, started I mean, part two for the fairy ring. Wait, what is your what is your farming level? It's like 24, 25. Like it's not oh, good. Okay. But all I of my farm, I have not. High. <laughs> I have not grown anything. I have raked a patch maybe once. I yeah. <laughs> Mine's twenty. I haven't grown a single thing. Yeah, that I, just goes to show you, XP wasters. You can get pretty good early game farming out of the way by just doing quests. I think I did the recipe for disaster goblin quest yes the goblins give farming too yeah and then yeah and then um i did fairy tale part one with nine farming that was hard because the boss that you have to fight is like your attack like your max hit is based on your farming level so i was hitting twos so it's not terrible i but. i did that with overhead prayers and oh i was talking to jamie about it earlier in the mentoring chat um once you start to learn the inferno and you spend like two and a half hours one tick flicking monsters the Mm -hmm. rest of the game seems like a joke (laughs) like i went to grotesque guardians and was one tick flicking range and melee for dusk and dawn and i'm like why am i doing this i was trying to rather i'm like it's gross i'm like why am i doing this just can't melee and kill dawn like why why am i doing this um (laughs) <laughs> but because I know how to lazy flick, I just lazy flicked my way through the Tango Root fight. Mm. And just, you'll never believe this, sat there like this. Reclined. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so overheads are fantastic on a group iron, man. That's what I'm working on as we speak. I didn't mention that, but I'm killing blue dragons right now. Uh, I'm going to... I'm I'm gonna be a nice guy, and I think I'm gonna get enough from Mel to get overheads as well, because I think we're the last two. I was gonna say, yeah, fuck you, TMD. <laughs> oh, TMD doesn't have overheads. <laughs> Let me look. He's 37. <gasps> He's got protect from range. He'll be fine. He can do. Oh, no. He can almost do Zolro with that. It's fine. Well, I'm staying here till 55 magic. So, however many bones that nets me is how many are going to be in group storage. So here so. here's the deal. You take those bones and you get 43 prayer yourself. Yes. And whatever's left over you put in group storage. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. And we'll just divide them equally between say, melon. You can you can be <laughs> altruistic, but don't be that altruistic. Oh, to say like I'm going to grind out everybody's 43 yen. Yeah, no. yeah, that's exactly why I only got two rune scimitars cuz I was like fuck this. I don't want to get five me and me and TMD have been passing it back and forth. So if I you did end up getting bank. more, no, then mine's we'll... mine was for me. I brought Oxy with me when I went, and I just sat there in my full range gear. And the minute somebody logged in, I don't care who they were, started mm-hmm. blowpiping the Zamrock Warrior. Oh. Just I was being a dick. I was absolutely. It was like three thirty in the morning. I'm like, I got this spot locked down. I'm getting my rune sim tonight. But that was yeah. a while ago. So when you say you brought oxy, 
it sounds like you're referring to yourself in the third person, but you just yeah. mean your main account. I do mean my main account. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I brought, I brought the main, I don't refer to myself in the third person very often. Cause that's pretty weird. It's like you get a split personality. Whenever you play RuneScape, you're like, I'm not Ox anymore. And I brought him with me. Huh? <laughs> but no, he means his main account. Yes. I do mean my main account. So speaking of main account this week, because I have literally no updates in the group, Iron Man. I have not done anything. Um, <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about this week, Michael? So some, uh, some things happened, um, as they do. A lot, ha- <laughs> no. Ooh, a yeah. lot happened this week. <laughs> That's an understatement, I guess. So we got a blog about the economy, some, some sort of update. We'll get into that. And then I think it was actually today, Yeah, as of re- recording, so Monday... Was- Almost 12 hours ago, exactly. Yeah, so as of today, recording date, we have new next rewards. Reworked, based on player feedback. I guess the tests from the testing world went well. So uh, we can get into that a little bit later. We'll kind of give you a buttery smooth transition i was just about to say i was just about to say michael and i have already planned our buttery smooth transition from one topic to another so we'll get there hell yeah yes so that's a little sneak peek into what we're going to talk about but getting into the first part so the economy is about to get a boost i think hopefully not about to because actually if you watched the modcast they actually don't have a date they're kind of like, hey, this is just day one of what's, what's, what's to come, and we don't have a date for when these changes will go in effect, but <laughs> we talked about this. So if you guys are caught up on, uh, on all the episodes up until this point, I mentioned this in the episode where we talked about the, the nerfs and what was happening with the economy, like our original economy episode, and I talked about the fact that they wanted to do like an item sync via the GE where they would just buy items off of the GE from players and then delete them. What I didn't realize is that would come via a tax. So that's double. I don't know sword. how to feel about it's, that. It's a yeah, gold it's a t- sink. It's a gold sink and it's an item sink. Yes. Give it, I give don't know how to thoughts. feel how you, about how you it. Feeling? Okay. So the tax is on the sale, not on the person buying it, which I think is interesting. Because you automatically, you're getting 2% as of the time of recording, all is subject to change. As of the time of recording, you're getting 2% less value for your item. That 2% is then getting transferred into a coffer, which Jagex will use to buy items back from players and then delete them, which is great. I absolutely am for this. I think that the items that they've announced have already gone up, which is kind of an interesting thing where, you know, there was a demand for these. It just wasn't in the way that people thought. Uh, My thinking is it's good for the economy at this point. And I mean, I watched poor Mod Ash. I watched the modcast with Sarni and Mod Ash, and he was the only J mod that showed up and he has no hands in the pot as far as what's going on with the economy and all of the reworks. So he's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the devs that are working on it have plans for this when he's answering all the questions that people are like, yeah, desperate to know. So we don't know a ton besides what's in the blog. But again, I think it's good. 
overall yeah. tax okay item sync good <laughs> i i've been living for the memes of like british game company wants oh. to introduce a tax and all the american players are like how many times <laughs> do we have to teach you this lesson old man like i have been living for those memes yes um it is really good i first of all i need to point out the fact that i recently had a conversation with my father about xp waste because he said what do you guys talk about like don't you eventually run out of topics like it's a video game and i say yes sometimes we do and that's how we end up talking about like the origin story for our clan for the infamous episode 36 that's going to be on patreon because we had issues with it you know sometimes we talk about e3 uh but this week we're talking about the economy and he's like i thought you're talking about the economy i went on this whole rant about how like jagex hired game economists to look into the economy because game economy is actually a decent thing to study because pretty much video game economy can simulate what real life economy could be without taxes and inflation right right like there's no there's no real deflation there's no real inflation there's a little bit of it right look at the difference between rs3 and osrs but there's no taxes and that's a bigger cause of why everything is so expensive so study it and adjust taxes in real life or suggest things for taxes in real life to prevent such horrible inflation and deflation from happening cool i'm explaining this to my dad and he's like in a video game I'm like, yeah. And I told him, I said, keep in mind, I am not sure at 25 years old how to write a check to somebody, how to physically fill out a check. But I'm about to have an in-depth conversation about how taxes, tax percentage, item sinks, and people buying items just to get rid of them are going to help stimulate the economy long term. He's like, <laughs> he said, okay. And he pulled out his checkbook and he went, so this is where you put the memo line. Oh my gosh. And then I like have my stuff ready to go home. I'm like, I, I guess I asked for this. Um, number one. Number two, I like the tax the way it is proposed. People seem pissed at 2%. Which, here's my question with, with that. If you get a scythe of the tour on a free-for-all raid on 416, 416, mm -hmm. FFA, you go from we do raids, whatever. You get a scythe, it's yours. 450 mil, easy. You just mm -hmm. made 450 mil. Mm -hmm. Are you really going to complain about the 9 mil that went away for the 2% tax? If it means less items are going to be in the game and your bank value is going to go up? That's my, my big gripe with the 2% tax. If it were yeah. a 10% tax, eh, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. And I understand why they're doing mil. it. I understand why uh, they're yeah. doing it for the seller as well, because like if you're selling any of these items on the Grand Exchange other than a dark bow, which even then requires 90 Slayer, mm -hmm. all of these items that they're proposing, spectral shields, nightmare staves, god swords, uh, a lot of Slayer monster drop items. Probably the lowest tier thing on this list is the toxic blowpipe. If you're in a position to get and sell toxic blowpipes, you're probably not going to miss the 500k that you lose off it. Right? Well, that's yeah, well, I mean no, that's at its current price. 2% would be you figure 2% would be about 400k off a toxic blowpipe. What are they right now? 2 mil? Something like that, 2-3 mil. So, the yeah. Calculator on my watch. It's a little bit of a bigger hit on lower priced items, for sure. 
Yeah, it's 40K, I think. 40K? 400K. Yeah, I was gonna say that makes way more sense. So yeah, it's a bit of a bigger hit on some lower priced items. Yeah. Right? Because like two or 400K from 2 mil sounds like a lot, but 9 mil from 450 mil doesn't. Other than the toxic blowpipe, if you're in a position to sell any of these items, to get them as drops and to sell them, you're probably going to be okay with 2% less money. I think the reason they're not taxing the buyers, and they address this a little bit, is because that could be your first toxic blowpipe that you're buying. Yeah. And then in addition to yeah. having to like scrounge up 2 mil, you also have to scrounge up blowpipe charges, darts, scales, all this other shit to go with it. And yeah. now you're going to put an extra 2% on top of that, which, like, all right, 400K for me, like I said, I say it every week, give me 20 lucky minutes at Venonatus, 400K is easy. I need one sure. kill at Venonatus to make 400K. One good kill can make me 400 to a mil, something like that. So it's very it's common. It's not thing. money you're missing. It's right? not money I am missing. When I, when I was, like, saving for a toxic blowpipe, 400K was days worth of work. Yeah. Like, that shit took forever to make that kind of money. And that's just money, like, in, in the player's mind, that's just money that's going to go away. So it's not even, it's not even, like, you're getting, that. you're not even getting 400k more value from your item for putting that money in. Yeah, it's, it's, as a buyer, I think it's a larger barrier to entry. Yes. Now, if you're a main account who's trying to learn how to solo chambers and you're like, damn, I really need an arcane, like an extra 2% on an arcane spirit shield when you probably have a two bill bank, probably not the end of the world as well as a buyer. I think this is more aimed at the mid to low level players looking to buy things. Um, yeah. So I, I like that it's on the selling side. Well, there's a caveat to that because they did say that the tax could be adjusted, removed altogether based on the item. Yeah. So if it is, and they, they've already talked about this, like they're not going to tax your everyday noob items. So if you are needing, and this isn't even if you're needing it, if you're selling your spade, you're going to get your full money's worth from that. Yeah. Um, it's only the bigger ticket items that are going to be taxed. And it's on a, it's on a, a basis of which they'll probably be monitoring it to say, well, are these even being sold on the GE now? Mm -hmm. Because another, like another sort of twist to all of this is like, this could just initiate a bunch of off GE trading. And we're going to see World 302 back in order where it's just player to player trades to avoid that, you know, 45 mil or whatever it would be or for, you know, whatever the tax rate is. Yeah, on your high ticket items for selling it, and maybe you know players make like a one percent tax, mm -hmm. and it's just an agreed upon thing where it's like, well, I'm just going to add one percent value. You're still going to get your item, but you know I want to make a little bit more. So, mm -hmm. which I, I realize I I've misspoke there. The items I was looking at are the items they're planning to buy from the item sink, not the mm. items that they are taxing they're taxing everything michael's correct mm -hmm. they're going to be taxing most items so the things you're selling you get a snapdragon seed it's 38k what's two percent of 38k 600 gp maybe <laughs> it's negligible it yeah. doesn't 
make you're not gonna that miss it on the smaller trades. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna you're you're not gonna miss it on the smaller trades. Like it's, it's not even gonna be noticeable. Yeah, it, it's not fun. I don't love the idea, but at the same time, stop bitching about it. I don't know. I'm fine <laughs> with the tax as it is. So this does affect one very I wouldn't call it niche. It's actually a pretty large part of the game, and that is uh, merching. I, I don't know how this is going to affect people who like solely make their money based on the fluctuation of price. Because if now, say, you bought Third Age, like, okay, I'll use this as an example. I bought Third Age the other day for our costume contest, and I was able to actually make four mil, which was nice. So... I bought it for 60 mil and then I, I turned around and sold it for 64 mil. The, the margin on that was actually really good. It doesn't always happen like that. Usually you have like a couple hundred K margin and then you do that over and over and over and therefore you're making profit per hour. So I don't know how the 2% on the sale is now going to be like, does this make item flipping like obsolete? Because now you could only be making a 2% profit. You could only be making a 1% profit per transaction. Now you have to make 2% plus profit. I don't know. It just kind of sucks. It, I, I understand nothing about merching, so I have literally no points to make for that. I don't oh. know how to flip on the grand exchange. Okay, so... I I know I, I get the idea what I, is. Okay, I know yeah, what well. flipping is. I get the <laughs> idea of flipping. It's just like saying I get the idea of how to do a no pillar inferno or a solo theater of blood. I have an understanding of yeah. what you're supposed to do, but I can't right. do it. And well, I mean, even with I a basic understanding, I definitely don't understanding well enough. I don't understand it well enough to do it. If that makes even with sense. a basic understanding, because all I have is a basic understanding. I've never tried to flip or merch for profit, but even with just a basic understanding, I I would say you at least know that it sucks. That I think that this well, there's a lot of speculation because again we don't know much, but it's it's likely going to make merching more difficult. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I imagine it would. Yeah, like I said, your profit could have been two percent less than that you could make you make pennies on the dollar and you do that enough and it's it's profit but now they just took your profit you make it so sound like I these think, poor merchers are out here struggling to get by spare change spare <laughs> change ma'am they could i mean there's like i mean you you have to put in an offer right and then you have to wait set amount of hours for that total thing to buy and then you hope that by the time that you've waited this whole time that now it's still profitable. I think that one thing that could maybe change the game on this is if they taxed the buyer and the seller at a lower rate, like half a percent or 0.2% tax, something so negligible that it's not going to make a big impact on the buyer or the seller. Then but what's over the point time, of having a tax? Over time, money would just be coming in. Because so much money gets traded on the GE that Jagex could find themselves with more money than they know what to do with. Arguably, it may be a good thing that 
that happens because the Duelarine is going away and the Duelarine was... attacks was extortionate <laughs> in bringing money in. Um, because I think there was like a 0.5% tax on smaller stakes, right? And then it got all the way up to a 10%. I don't know. I don't stake. But they kind of have to replace it with something. And this could be that. We don't know enough to to make a whole lot of points or a whole lot of sense other than the fact that, like, get ready for it. If you if you have some of those items on the list of the ones that are getting deleted, now may be the time to sell when it's kind of hyped up. That being said, though, this is not financial advice. <laughs> that being said, uh, the fact that they're getting deleted in this item sync could mm-hmm. also make the price go up. So it's a gamble either way. I think it will make the price go up. I don't think... I think a tax on the seller is good. I think flipping is probably going to be affected in some way. Um, but I think Jagex having more money to buy and stabilize item prices is better than not having it exist, right? Imagine mm-hmm. if Jagex had a wealth of money that they used from this. Imagine this tax got implemented in 2019. And then we hit the same content spell that we did, or the dry mm-hmm. spell we did. Where we get Nightmare of Ashihama, and then literally nothing until Fazani's Nightmare. Yeah. Because that's basically what happened. We got nothing. That's why prices plummeted so much, because we didn't have anything new to do. Right? We didn't have anything. There was no incentive to do any other content in the game. Um, imagine they have this tax, and they have billions and billions and trillions of GP saved up. And now you're looking at a Twisted Bow that's over one bill. A Dragon Warhammer that's back above 50 mil. You're looking at a Dragon Hunter Lance that's back up at 80. You're looking at Abyssal Whips at 5. Blowpipes at 6. You know, Bando set 20 mil a pop. Mm-hmm. A Bando shot up today, we'll talk about it, but like you're talking Hydra Claws back at 90 mil a piece. Like, yeah. you're, you're keeping the economy stabilize for a longer period of time and preventing the drastic drop that we have if they had this system in place. And I think that's going to be beneficial to get faster. Right. Right. I think I a guess. 2% tax is incredibly fair. They yeah. did bring up the point of like, how the hell do you do a 2% tax on an item like a fire rune? That's like five GP a piece. And that's how they talked about. They might not make that a thing. Yeah, But they also discussed that there's a possibility that bulk orders begin to get taxed as well. So, like, one fire rune is not going to be taxed. 50,000 fire runes might get taxed. Yeah, because at that point, you can justify 2% of the value that you're selling those fire runes. Yeah, which I think at that point, 5% at 50,000 at 5 GP apiece, 2% would be, what, 5k? You're doing math, and that's we but, don't do math but, on this but, but that's but that's my point right like you only if it's a two percent tax i don't know if i'm doing math correctly let's say you sell an 50K. item for for one mil right two percent of that is what 2k Fifty thousand gp times five is 250k times two percent that's 5k yeah so okay. it's 5k out of 250k well, well let's use one mil as an example Right? One mil, it's what, 20K? Right? I think it's 20K for a 2% tax. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah, that would make sense. So 20k yep. at a time, 20k for every millions of GP traded. Uh-huh. You're trying to buy a twisted bow. At a, so at a 2% tax. If I told you, Michael, you're going to make 20k a day and I expect you to have a twisted bow soon. That's going to take friggin' forever. Now, That's, if you drop that yeah. down to 0.2%, or 0.5% instead of mm. instead of the 2%. So now if it, even if it's 0.5, so if you're talking, all right, instead of making 20k a day, here's 5k a day. Yeah. Get me a twisted yeah. bow. It's just going to take a lot longer. So I think having this store build up a little quicker. Now granted, there's going to be trillions of GP traded a day. The minute this tax gets implemented, I imagine it takes a month and the economy begins to rise a little bit. Is it going to go back to the 2018 time? Absolutely not. I don't think we're going to see a 1.6 bill harmonized orb anymore. But I think it'll no. start to steadily increase again, which is what players want. Um, unless, unless there's like a really nice use for it. Because that's also a factor. It's not only supply and demand, but is it useful yeah. to be able to, to justify the the price so like kind of a good segue if you ask me into what is useful after this next update yeah uh, yeah i mean we the, <laughs> like they talked about they talked about gold sinks the only gold sinks that i think are cool is the fact that you can now buy more bank space it's going to be a big flex but that's that's about it i don't know 888 mil by the way that's to get the max be, that's gonna be awesome dude i don't even need I, okay i'm gonna struggle to even consider spending i think they said it's like 37 mil to get the lowest tier of bank space i don't even need the 816 i have now on my main account i do that might be a that might be different on my on my iron man but like unless i'm going to amass a large collection log of items in my bank like a, a loot tab or a clue scroll tab then i might but like i fill my bank with bank fillers right now to be able to do content like mother love mine so to 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 say i need a thousand bank spaces it's just going to be more bank fillers i have to clear <laughs> so but you I, said you you would use it i i would use it i think this is a goal like when if when it, when it comes out if it comes out at the price it comes out at i would probably buy up to like 920 maybe 960 bank spaces mm -hmm. spend anywhere from 8 to 20 mil on it total as far as the 500 mil upgrade and spending the whole 888 mil that's like a post max goal that'd be super fun be like infernal max cape zuck slayer helmet 1160 bank spaces going to complete the collection log, you know, 46 out of 48 pets or whatever. Like, yeah, that's fun. Oh, that's I just guess... a fun completionist goal. Yeah. That's about all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> but yeah, buttery smooth transition. So we've talked so about item sinks and they've mm -hmm. released a new item sink literally like 12 hours ago. What time did this blog post come out? Uh, it, just give me exact time about 12 hours ago. Which is off, hot off the press, people. Uh, yeah. 
sorry, I'm I'm back and forth to this guy at Blue Dragons. So if I seem a little distracted, he's killing the dragon that I need to kill, and I just asked him to kindly not do that. He said, "Okay." So Bro, bring thank your main, you. Bring your main account over. Have it no, use dude, the agility shortcut. Dragon claw spec it out. There is enough dragons here that we can share. Tell it's him just, to sit. I, I have to save spot these. Shing, 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 shing. <laughs> sit. Sit, rat. Get out. That's literally so, what I would do. <laughs> toxic. I'm so I'm so toxic with my Iron Man, dude. I br- I'll bring Oxy anywhere to, to piss off other Iron Men who get in my way. Terrible. Dragon Claw specking sand crabs. <laughs> There's enough sand crabs to go around, buddy this boy. This is my spot, bitch. Go stand somewhere else. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah, because they're in multis, so you yeah. can just just hop on other people's crabs. Oxy, what happened with this new update today? Not update. The new blog. So, Tell us about it. The new blog post that came out. Remember a couple weeks ago we talked about Virtus Armor and how both Michael and I were really excited about it? Well, Michael and I spent a total of zero hours in the beta worlds testing out Virtus Armor. How do you know I didn't do it? I didn't, but how did you know? <laughs> That's how I knew. Okay. <laughs> but they apparently received a lot of good feedback. But there was also enough critical feedback for Virtus that they made a change. Uh, and it's a pretty big change. They've swapped Virtus for Torva armor. For uh, RS3 players, like, shuddered when they read this blog that Torva was coming to OSRS. Off the bat, it does not have the same HP boosting effect as it does in RS3. It's not mm-hmm. the same thing. However, Torva is a new... Is it tier 80? I don't it know is. if it's tier 80 or what. Um, tier 80. Well... The crossbow is. I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know about the armor. The armor is better than Bandos in literally every sense of the word. Offensively, Mm -hmm. defensively, it has a higher strength bonus. It has a plus two strength bonus for the the plate body and the plate legs. And Mm -hmm. then the Torva full helm has a plus two strength bonus over the uh, face guard. The only difference okay. is it has five or has two less prayer bonus, but all these items have a prayer bonus as well, which Bandos has as well. So this armor set, oh, it's gonna be gross. Um, <laughs> we did the math. We did the math earlier. We it was like me, TMD, Escape, and Immortal. I think uh-huh. you were off with uh with the boy. Mm-hmm. They were running like DPS calcs, and they're like, all right, so technically. If you calculate overloads correctly, full Torva, with all your, like, other melee gear, right? Infernal Cape, Torture, uh, Ferocious Gloves, all, like, the secondary melee gear. Yeah. yeah full yeah. Torva. Max, best in spot. Full Torva with a Lance and a Vernick is going to be more powerful than the current meta, which is Face Guard, BCP, Ancestral Legs, with a Lance and a Vernick for melee wow. only. For the wow. melee hand of Ulm. I think in a solo was the scaling they did for it. Okay. So then we also talked, what about, well, what about uh, Inquisitor? I know we talked about this a little bit before the podcast started, but in the blog post, they mentioned how they're going to keep Bandos relevant. And they mentioned that the defensive bonuses on Torva are less than Justiciar, such that Justiciar keeps its niche. But what about Inquisitor? the third best in slot they just completely neglected to talk about. Um, apparently, 
Inquisitor can go f*** itself. Because we've, again, we nerded out hard this morning and we're running <laughs> calculations and talking like theory crafting and all that. Yeah. We think full Torvo with a Scython Crush is going to be more powerful than full Inquisitor with a Scython Crush because of the strength bonus. And strength bonus means more DPS and DPS is king in RuneScape. Okay. We pretty much, other than full Inquisitors with a mace at like CM Tecton, or maybe if you want to get real sweaty with it, full Inquisitors to land Dragon Warhammer specs. Other than that, wow. uh, the counterpoint to that is if Inquisitors goes down, in theory, less people will do Nightmare, which could bring the price of the Inquisitor's mace and the Harmonized Orb up a little bit. Again, okay. not talking about because those have uses, a... right? Yes, but they're they're also still pretty niche. Like I think the Inquisitor's Mace is far and away the best in slot one-handed crush weapon. Um, yeah, and the orbs have their purpose, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about earlier that the nightmare or volatile, not volatile, harmonized nightmare staff should be able to auto cast ancient magic as well, and that would bring the price up. But that's neither here nor there. So you said a lot of things. I, I could tell that you were getting a little like, what's he talking about? So I just wanted to f- well, hurry up and get it done. And then we can wanna, talk about why it's important. <laughs> I want to advocate for our mid game players. Who... We'll get there. We'll get there. We got to talk end game for a minute. Cause we had a whole, we got a whole thing planned out. How we're going to talk, how this relates to the mid game. Why we mentioned it's an item sync, right? They don't want to completely make bandos irrelevant. So the Torva armor will drop in a broken state. A lot. How like, uh, Barrow's items break. Mm-hmm. It will be tradable, but you'll be able to break down components of Bandos armor and then use that to smith to create Torva. So with huh. 90 smithing, you could take um, a Bandos chestplate, smelt it down into three components, and then take your Bandos tacits and smelt those down into two components, and then use those five components to create the helmet, the ch- the plate body, and the plate legs for Torva. So Solid, solid. Bandos Tacits, when I woke up this morning, were 14 mil. When the blog post came out, they were 28 mil. It was like five hours yeah. apart. Now they've settled at around 24 mil, or Bandos Chestplate, a 24 yeah, yeah, mil. Yeah. For the first time possibly ever right now, a BCP is 100k more than Tacits. Wow. Because it offers more components for Torva armor. Torva Which, armor. Components per GP, you got to think if they're the same price, get them now while they're hot. <laughs> if you're an that's end game gonna, player, get them now. Yeah, that's what it's going to come down to, people. Is like, we're going to be calculating what the price of a component is, and that's going to dictate the price of Bandos. Because I think at, at this point now, BCP will always it's gonna it's gonna fluctuate to BCP's gonna be worth more than tacits. Just yeah. Right now it's components. right now it's looking like components are probably gonna stabilize at around if I had to do the calculation strictly based off today, about eight mil a piece. Wow. For tacits. But which doesn't make sense because or tacits are twenty four, BCP's also twenty four. So eight mil a piece for BCP, but somehow twelve wow. mil a piece for tacits. I don't know. I'm sure there's another th- reason that goes into that, which I'm sure we'll get into, to deal with a certain untradeable item that costs literally nothing to get. 
Um, so there's definitely elements that go into that. This is gonna be disgusting. Torva <laughs> armor is gonna cost like six bill for the full set day of release. Yep, I promise you, the first few pieces of Torva that come into the game, all max cash. I have heard through the grapevine, a friend of a friend of a friend who knows a friend who knows a J mod, uh, that Nex is not going to work the same way other God Wars dungeon drops work. Okay. So normally, God Wars dungeon is garbage unless you get an item. Sarah, yeah. pretty certain you lose money at Sarah. Probably. Unless you get an item. So Nex is apparently going to work a little bit different. From what I've heard, it's going to be about Hydra money per player. Wow. So if you've got a five-man team, you're looking at about 100 100k per kill on average wow. from Nex. But I also imagine that the drop rates are going to be lower. I've heard somewhere between it's going to be higher than normal God War, so it's not going to be like 1 in 128 for a piece of armor. Uh-huh. But it's going to be lower than like Fazani's Nightmare, where it's like 1 in 1,000. So it's going to fall somewhere in between, I would imagine, probably somewhere between the 1 in 500, 1 in 600 range for yeah. a piece. It's going to be disgusting how much <laughs> this is going to be. It's going to be insanely expensive. So how does this relate to a majority of our listener base? We've mentioned it before that most of you guys are mid-game. Yep. I am almost positive none of you including Michael and I, are going to be able to afford full Torva the day it comes out. No. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe somebody. We can't yeah. say none of, no, none of you, but do you want to? That's the question I have for you. Yes. If you have six bill, why are you spending max cash on an item that's going to go down? <laughs> to say you have it on the first day, obviously. <laughs> oh, wow. First one in the game. The... the <laughs> The skinny legs and the top that looks like it's a, a Varox top four. They yeah. really do got to do some work to make Torva armor not look uh, like Achievement Diary gear on steroids. Yeah. They really do got to do something to it. Unless that's what it looked like in RS3. <laughs> Hi, you're probably listening to us talk about how Torva armor looked, and then we went to the VRB screen. That's because somebody, who shall remain nameless, ran out of recording space mid-episode, and somebody who once again, we're not going to point any fingers, lost about six minutes worth of footage uh, as we started to talk about how it's going to affect the mid-game players. So whoever this person is will be punished, but we're not sure who it is because we're not pointing any fingers. So Michael, <laughs> how does a set of armor that is just the new best thing for everything and going to be disgustingly expensive how is that going to affect somebody with base 75 stats, 1526 total level? What yeah. does that matter to them? Right. So before today, your goal might have been, hey, I'm going to do some PBM. I'm going to go to Bandos. I'm going to get my best in slot. Because up until this point, Bandos was the end-all be-all for melee armor. If you had Inquisitors, there was a niche. Just this year had its niche. But Bandos for strength was the best. So mm -hmm. now Torvas is here. And usually when a new best in slot comes out, that makes the old best in slot just dead content. 
and it usually will plummet to where it's like, oh, if you want to use it, you can. Kind of like how Barrows is. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a good in-between. But if you had Barrows, you know, 12, 15 years ago, Guthans was 10 mil for the set. So that's not the case, unfortunately. The case now is going to be Bandos is still going to be relatively expensive. How expensive? We don't know. We kind of we kind of theorize that we're going to be basing it off of like price per component versus like an overall steady price. Could it could go down to like two mil per component, and that would make your bandos roughly six mil or four mil. Unlikely is what I'm trying to say. There's alternatives. There is a light at the end of the tunnel here. Like there are going to be alternatives for you since we theorize that Bandos is still going to be pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Like people are still going to be killing Bandos. People are still going to be doing God Wars. It's just, we have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So alternatives are out there. We may have mentioned this one once or twice. So if you know what's coming, thank you. But for your chest piece, we recommend the fighter's torso. So I think it's actually called Penance Torso if you're going to look it's it up. Penance Fighter's Torso. <laughs> Penance yeah. Fighter's Torso. It's from the Barbarian Assault mini game. It'd probably take you a couple hours to do if you find, you know, find some buddies in your Discord. Please do find it your with buddies friends. in your clan. For the love of do it with God, friends. do it with friends. Don't do it with randos. Don't it's do it. It's a very easy mini game. It's a very, very easy mini game, except it sucks with not with randos. It sucks <laughs> yeah. with strangers. It's not like pest control. Where you run in, do your thing, and get points. You have to be organized yeah. with strangers. Find friends to do it. Swear to God. We'll, people in our Discord will do it with you. Join TNL. People yeah. need their torsos in, in TNL for sure. After this update, they do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm rocking the torso, people. like I thought I was going to wake up today and have monies on monies to then just be able to, you know, in profit from selling my my chest plate, but that didn't happen because I'm rocking the torso. I needed money back when I was going for my Boa Ferdinand. It was a expendable item, so I sold it. So, you know, it's a it's a viable option for even me in the end game to be able to use. And that is because it has the same exact strength bonus as uh your Bando's chest plate with a marginal difference in defensive bonuses so like mm. bandus is just tankier is the best way to explain that so your your torso is still going to give you that max hit you're just going to be maybe need a little bit extra food or take a super defense potion don't overhead take, prayers oh my god i got flamed for taking a super defense potion into theater of blood when we did leagues yeah just take a super set if you're not an iron man just fork over the money and Listen, take a super Oxy, combat potion. Don't we're in take the mid a game. super defense potion. I, I will advocate for you mid-gamers. Super combat potions are expensive. And for the entirety of me doing Slayer up until level 95, I used super attack, super strength, and super defense as my set. Because if unless, unless you are hurting for inventory space... It makes zero difference whether or not you take one green potion or three potions to equal that one green potion. Like that's all you're really getting is more inventory space. And so for me, 
I couldn't justify what at the time was a $12,000 potion versus spending maybe 3k for the superset. So I'll advocate for you mid gamers. Take it super defense. And I'll advocate for you mid gamers trying to save money. You have overhead prayers for a reason. Theater of Blood, Chambers of Zarek, Gauntlet, which you don't bring potions into, <laughs> um, Nightmare. Can't really think of a ton of other bosses that hit through overhead prayers. Dagonoff Kings, sure, you got multiple combat styles. Don't take it into the wilderness, because you have bruise for that. That's a big thing that I just went over my head in leagues too yeah. is brews give a defense bonus so if you're uh-huh. in a situation where you need a lot of health a brew is your best bet at 99 mm-hmm. hp you get 16 times four so a lot of healing right you get 64 healing from one brew as opposed to a manta that gives 22 right right it's way more per inventory spot yeah and it gives defensive bonuses i would advocate to not bring a super defense because my dumbass has brought super defense my dumbass has wasted an inventory when i could have used another brew for a super defense potion that's neither here nor there because (laughs) if you're taking a fighter torso somewhere where you're gonna get hit through prayer it's either your first time at chambers is eric or you're good enough to handle it Right. That's those are the two reasons why that happens. You're it's your first time at Chambers or you're just good enough to survive a few extra points of damage. Yeah, I say bring a super set versus the super combat potion in situations where you're not like doing hardcore bossing. Like I said, if you need the inventory space, take the green potion, take the super combat. Mm-hmm. But if you're just doing slayer, if you're just doing laid back content, just save the money which which is fair i realize i've said it for a few weeks now i'm slowly becoming an elitist slowly but surely i think once i have the cape it'll be over and i think oh, i will no. be <laughs> an elitist i'll fully i'll have fully devolved into an elitist pvmer nothing and that's wrong where with i that. come in oxy i'll nothing... never have the inferno cape so exactly you'll be, be my counterbalance for that yeah you'll be my counter and i'll also be the one yeeting you into the gauntlet to get your pvm experience um <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that mind you i'm not i'm not roasting and or elitist pvmers i think it's actually a lot of fun but i hemorrhage supplies when i when i do pvm at this point i did grotesque guardians for a while because i got that achievement done too 250 grotesque guardians Jesus. i was using like six prayer pots in inventory two brews two restores a divine super combat and a divine range potion and thralls so i was using blood runes and cosmic runes all the time and i had dragon tarts in my toxic pull pipe bro for grotesque guardians and at one point I brought a blood fury. I absolutely hemorrhage supplies when I do PVM at this point. Because I'm gonna make more than what I'm spending in supplies almost everywhere I go. Right. Not not worried about it in the slightest. To Michael's point about saving money, 
super says delightful. And if you want to save even more money, just don't take the um the super defense. I Yeah, no, all you really need is a super strength and a super attack. In most cases, those are the only two that I bring on a slayer task. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm in most cases I'm bringing those two because again, Oxy, like I said, you're you're not gonna get hit through prayer. I do some off prayer tasks where I just make like bones to peaches or something, or just bring a little extra food or guthens. That's what I'm There's a lot right of now. different ways to do it. I'm bringing guffins to, to grotesque guardians to AFK because yeah. I forgot I have I can do normal gargoyles now. Oh, you said grotesque guardians. You're meaning gargoyles. Yes, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. It's all I've done for like a bajillion years is grotesque <laughs> guardians. I forget just regular grotesque. gargoyles actually exist sometimes. And they're pretty good money. They are. Oh, here's a, a tip for you mid-gamers doing gargoyles. Bring a ring of wealth. It'll make the gargoyles task so AFK. Because you can toggle the where it picks up the coins for you. So you don't have to click the loot pile if you don't want to. because Literally 95% of the drops there are coins. It's so easy, dude. Am I about like, to bring a Ring of Wealth imbued at 95 Slayer to go AFK Gargoyles? You bet your whole yes. ass. <laughs> yes. You bet it... your whole ass I am. I'm elitist, but I'm an elitist who likes to AFK. All right. So easy. Well, you're bringing Guthin. So, like, what do you... I mean, are you really... What am I worried elitist? about? Nothing. I got Nothing. red guard <laughs> by a Brassian mage earlier. Brassican mage, whatever they're pronounced. I got... Yeah, it's been it's enough of scuff, dude. Um <laughs> So, we have talked about the top, your 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 chest plate. What can we talk about for the the legs? Like what are we replacing the tassets with? So, obsidian plate legs is the move there. Uh Bando's tassets have roughly high 7 or high 60s low 70s defensive bonuses, plus 1 prayer and plus 2 strength. Obsidian legs have Mid 40s defensive bonuses, no prayer bonus, and plus one strength. Which, if you're talking about the reality of RuneScape, which is DPS is king and DPS is controlled by strength bonus, one less strength bonus. So, depending on what you're wearing, you may not even be losing a max hit. Right. Right? Depending on what you're wearing. The setup that Michael and I are suggesting instead of full bandos costs 660k. If and you, a little time. And and a little time and possibly a trip to the hospital because you put your head through your drywall <laughs> because you did barbarian assault with strangers. Don't <laughs> do it with strangers. Uh, find some friends. We'll do it with you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that was on the last, the last time we were, we were doing this. We want to emphasize... I again. cannot stress this enough. <laughs> do... <laughs> If you want, it's the most painful thing in the world to organize a group of five strangers in RuneScape to quickly and efficiently do a minigame where if somebody doesn't pay attention and dies, you have to start over. And there's ten waves. And you have to, you have to hope that Jimmy, Jimmy Bobby is going to be able to stay all ten waves. Or, or if not... Your guys are starting over. Oh my god, when they leave, I swear to god. Here's the thing. Barbarian Assault is not a hard minigame. I don't want to overemphasize that it's difficult. It's, it's, it's not. Easy. It's really not a hard minigame. I promise you it's not a difficult minigame. It's difficult when you have to do it with idiots. That's when it's yeah. hard. Um, 
God, I really am an elitist. Holy shit. No, you're not an elitist, Oxy. You are not an elitist for thinking <laughs> that that it's just anno- it's just annoying. Like that's a thing. It's a thing. So if you're wanting to get your torso, here's what you do. Find the description of this episode. Click the link for TNL. That's our Discord. And uh, post up in the team search channel. I'm sure after today's update, there will be many people out there wanting their torso more now than ever. So Exactly. I have a bit of a potential roadmap for some of you folks out there. I This week, I have heard so much of... I have, I'm saving up for this weapon, and I have Bandos Chestplate, Bandos Tacits, Primordial Boots. The amount of times I've heard that this week has kind of driven me up a wall, right? right. Here's the You know how deal. much money that is? Here's the deal, right? This is me, I'm going into coach mode, right? I teach fencing, right? This is me going into coach mode. <laughs> Look at me, okay? If you own 60 or 70 mil worth of armor and you could have almost the exact same thing for like 800k, sell everything, (laughs) right? Here's the deal. Here's what you guys are going to do from now on because I've learned from spending time with high-level PVMers, when you want to get better, you don't ask somebody to get better. You tell them. Here's what you're going to do. If you got base 75s, anywhere between 15 and 1750 total level, and you have your basics, you have your trifecta, your trident, your whip, your blowpipe, here's what you're going to do. You're going to make sure that you have a fighter torso, obsidian legs, barrows gloves, dragon boots, and a dragon defender. Those are the items that you're going to need. If you own a tacit, BCP, or primordial boots, and you fit the description of a player that I just described, sell it. Buy a Dragon Hunter Lance. Buy a Bandos Godsword. Buy, um, I would not buy an ACB, but other people would. Uh, ACB is more <laughs> of a, a preference thing. Buy a crossbow? Yeah, yeah. ACB. Buy, thinking... buy some skills. Buy a bludgeon for crush tasks. Buy, buy something. A big thing you want to focus on spending your money on is Zenite jewelry. If you don't have Zenite jewelry, but you have full, uh, like, bandos, you've done something wrong. Good shout. You have a torture. All right, cool. You have a torture. Where's your anguish? Where's your tormented? Where's your ring of suffering imbued? Those three items can help you camp Zalra. If you have nothing but a blowpipe, a trident, anguish, tormented, and suffering, you could wear muck robes to Zalra. (laughs) <laughs> and do fine. You could yeah. bring a two-way monk robe switch to Zalra. If you have those jewelry pieces, you're cheering. Zenite jewelry, once you buy it, you're never getting rid of it. It is it's, so... It's a permanent unlock. So, yeah. It is a permanent upgrade. Zenite jewelry is so good. And the amount of people who I've heard that have full bandos, but don't have an anguish, or don't have it tormented, drives me insane. I'll In say addition... This. Go ahead. The, the anguish is for range. And the tormented is for melee. The tormented then... is for magic. Okay. The tormented the tor- bracelet, oh, the bracelet is for magic. The tormented bracelet. And then it was a... What's the melee necklace? The torture. The torture, the torture. is the melee. Okay. And then the ring of suffering gives defensive bonuses as well as a recoil effect. As well as a prayer bonus. That, which leads into my next point, you can imbue at Nightmare Zone. 
I used to be that guy. I got a fire cape with a normal archer's ring, not an archer's ring imbued. Because I thought, I don't need to waste my time with that. It's just an archer's <laughs> ring. It doesn't make that much of a difference. Go to Nightmare Zone and get your shit imbued. You're going to do that yeah. tomorrow, too. <laughs> After you sell all your stuff and take your untradables, you're going to take those untradables with your obsidian legs and your abyssal whip to Nightmare Zone. And you're going to sit at Nightmare Zone. And you're going to train your stats up. You're going to get those imbues. Everyone's going to say, oh, train through Slayer. Train through Slayer. Slayer sucks ass before you get to level 70. It is slow. It is not very profitable. And sometimes, depending on what task you have, you spend more money than you make, which is not the goal because you're trying to afford weapons like your Dragon Hunter Lance, for example, or your Dragon Hunter Crossbow, right? Or you're trying to afford skills for a quest like Dragon Slayer 2 that unlocks the money dragon, baby. 10 kills at Vorkath gets you a mill. If you don't got the stats for Dragon Slayer 2, buy those. That's tangent, right? You want to focus <laughs> That's your on roadmap, people. <laughs> Nightmare Zone. Get those imbues. Berserker Ring imbued. Archer's Ring imbued. Ring of Suffering imbued. Plus 20 to all defensive styles. And plus 4 prayer bonus. I take that bitch everywhere. My teammates make fun of me because I take the Ring of Suffering into Theater of Blood. And they get mad at me for it. <laughs> it. It makes a difference. It makes a difference, right? Once that is done, you have your untradeables. You have your Nezi helm. You have your fire cape. You have your berserker ring imbued. You have your abyssal whip. Maybe you decided to, to put a little extra ducats forward. And you have an abyssal tentacle, right? Because you got some money to spare. And you figure, I can buy a new whip one of these days. You're mm -hmm. going to find a team, and you're going to go learn Bandos. Now's the time. You're going to yep. go learn Bandos. We're actually holding a God Wars Dungeon event tomorrow night, which will be yesterday when this episode comes out, and I'm actually leading a team going to Bandos. Like, that's Fine. my job, is to be the learner for Bandos, or the teacher nice. for Bandos. You're going to learn PVM. You're going to start learning mid-game PVM that is going to make you money, because you're not going to be able to afford Bandos, baby. You're not going to be able to afford it. And if you don't have Bandos and you're not doing like I told you to do and sell it because you can't afford it to begin with, now it's going to be even harder to afford. Bandos shot up 13 mil in eight seconds this morning. 13 mil in, in seconds. It went from yeah. 14 to like 28. Insane. Yep. Doubled in price. It's going to stay high for a while. And you bet your whole ass Come January 5th or January 6th, whenever next comes out, it is going to be through the roof. I'm predicting Bandos, day of release, Bandos pieces are going to be 40 millipop. It's insane. Guarantee it right now. Bandos pieces, day of release, are going to be 40 millipedes. That's just how it's going to work. Yeah. For right now, you're going to go learn Bandos. You're going to go learn Zami because the spear is getting taxed. Or the spear, I think, is getting removed as part of the econ tax. You're going to go learn that. You're going to go watch a guide and fail a million times and learn Zalra with the gear that you have. Because you just bought all your Zenites. You're going to start learning PVM. Now is the time. Things are getting more expensive and you need money. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get your that's, untradeables. That's buy the reality. Your skills. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, if you have not done Song of the Elves and you have not done Dragon Slayer 2, prioritize those. The mm -hmm. Gauntlet and Zalcano shit out GP. 
as a mid-game player, Zalcano shits out GP. <laughs> oh my god. The gauntlet is a bit of a learning curve. So if you're not really well-versed in PVM, stick to Zalcano. But Vorkath is easy. Once you get Vorkath down. Now, now I know I'm an elitist because I told someone who doesn't know how to do Vorkath, Vorkath is easy, right? It's not going to be easy the first time. No PVM is ever easy the first time. Right. Vorkath is easy to learn. Yeah. You're going to die a few times. And you're going to spend a couple hundred K to get your shit back. But eventually you're going to stop making those mistakes. And you're going to get so good you make different mistakes. Like just straight up <laughs> not paying attention. You're going to be mid-kill and go, oh, that sounds like a fireball attack as you're sending a Snapchat. And then, oh, look, you got killed by a fireball because you weren't paying attention. <laughs> you are going to sell your expensive armor, not your weapons. You're not going to disassemble your Avernic. You're not going to sell your Dragon Hunter Lance. You're not going to sell your Scam Hammer. You're going to sell your BCP. You're going to sell your Tacits and sell your Prim. I would also argue the face guard is going to tank. It's going to it's going to plummet. The face guard is so, still going to have a use at chambers and the face guard doesn't really give negative bonuses. OSRS face guard. The face but guard you could just you could just as well use an a helm of Nita not. I'm just can. saying an extra 14 mil for something you, that you, you could can. just use the Nezi? 100%. You can. There's really the defensive that... bonuses are slightly better. It does offer a it offers double the strength bonus, so it's a plus six for the jaw. Okay. So it could be a max hit, but so it, it could. So max hit. I've recently learned. Uh, I was listening to the Tryhards podcast. They brought up the point of rule of fours. So every four strength bonus, you get another max hit, which makes sense. So mm -hmm. you know it could add a max hit depending on what what gear you're wearing, what your combination is, right. I imagine most of you mid-game players don't have Infernal Capes. That's fine. Michael and I don't have Infernal Capes either. I watched a Colonello video where a, a cape seller suggested that like 70% of capes are actually sold and not earned because of how difficult the Inferno wow. is. The Inferno is... I'm not talking about the Inferno today. It's gross. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not... I promise you. Buy, I mean, shit, dude, buy Hydra leather. Mm -hmm. I was, one time I was doing skeletal wyverns back when I was just first starting to get into PVM. I had maybe like a 10 mil cash stack. And I was like, yeah, we're looking good. And I was talking to uh, my friend Immortal, you know, a friend of the clan. We've brought him up on the show a couple times. And we were just hanging out in VC. And he's like, what are you wearing? And I mentioned what I was wearing. He's like, why don't you have ferocious gloves? I said, bro, I can't afford a hydro leather. He said, what's your cash stack? I said, 10 mil. He said, Oxy, teleport out and go buy ferocious gloves right now. <laughs> I said, I don't want it. That's so much money. He said, I don't give a shit. Go buy ferocious gloves right now. Beneficial. Sometimes you yeah. have to be pushy. Ferocious yeah. gloves, good upgrade. Torture, good upgrade. Everything else is not going to cost a lot of money. Dragon Boots and Primordials have... What's the difference in strength bonus? One or two? OSRS? Prims? Prims? Pr public service? What? That's not what I want to look up. <laughs> I typed in OSRS wrong. Uh, Primordial Boots have a plus five strength bonus. Dragon Boots have a plus four strength bonus. One strength bonus. One strength bonus difference. One strength bonus. 
17.8 mil. For one. Okay. Here's the caveat to all of this. A lot of the time, people want this gear because it looks good. It doesn't look good when you're wearing a torso and dragon boots. But we're not talking about fashionscape here, people. We're talking about the difference between, like Oxy said, 70 mil or 800K. It's probably not 70 mil. It's close to. It's like 60 something. Or 800K for your entire strength, best in slash strength. It's it like if you're wearing dragon boots, it's okay. Maybe one day you you can buy the dragon boot ornament kit for twenty seven k right now. So you can walk around in style, gold trimmed dragon boot. <laughs> yeah, baby. If you take one thing away from all of this, it is that it is okay to maybe look less than desirable. But you're going to thank us when your cash stack is at a place where now, now you're unlocking content. Because before you had bath, you had you had your your full bandos and your prims, but you couldn't afford a lance. And maybe that's the difference between you completing Vorkath or not. But now, now you've got that lance, you're killing Vorkath, baby, and you're making money. And now you can do a rebuild. Just look at so, it a different way. Exactly. You're going to look scruffed, but maybe maybe it's for the best. And and here <laughs> here's the thing. Where are you wearing the bandos and prim? Ask yourself that question. <laughs> this I swear I know. It's Michael's laughing cuz I sound like a dick. I really no. want you to genuinely think about it. Where, Where are you wearing full bandos? I know you're not going to theater of blood. You don't wear any armor in the gauntlet. You're probably not going to Dagonoth Kings by yourself, right? And I, you're probably not going to God Wars by yourself either at that point, right? A lot of people in the mid-game who I've just described don't even have Edgar's Ruse done, which if you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't have Edgar's Ruse done, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Go do Edgar's Ruse right <laughs> this second. You're going to sell all your shit. You're going to do Edgar's Ruse. You're going to get Trollheim Teleport, and then you're going to find a team to go to Bandos with you. That's the move. You don't wear it for Slayer because you wear Prozolite. I was going to say, bonus. we're all wearing Prozolite. You wear it to Serachnus. That's a good place to wear it. I would argue that Vorkath is significantly easier to learn with Void and a Blowpipe, or it is with Melee, yeah. right? I love Melee Vorkath. It's one of the most fun bossing experiences I think there is in the game. Melee Vorkath is so much fun. Without a Lance? Sucks. Yeah. So really, I really want you to think, where are you wearing this bandos, right? I am wearing my bandos right now to, to gargoyles. This is, I swear to God, gargoyles is, I think, literally the only task that I wear bandos to. I don't think there's an, <laughs> because I take guffins and I heal off guffins. That's honestly the only Slayer task I think I wear it to. Because I wear it's a four way switch from my bandos and into guffins, right? Oh right. I outside of high level PVM, I genuinely can't picture where you wear it, right? And 
Not to say that if you have these those stats in this gear, you'll never get in a high level PVM. We believe you would. I tell people all the time, if you can get to Chambers as Eric, I'll take you in literally whatever you're wearing. Mm-hmm. We went on a Halloween raid, and I'm pretty certain I wore a steel Warhammer when we were dragon when we were uh, Warhammer <laughs> specking Ulm just to troll the boys because I was dressed yeah. as Thor. Like I didn't <laughs> like. I'll take you in any gear to God Wars Dungeon. You have the stats to get there. Chambers is Eric. Anyone in the Discord can show you Zolra, Vorkath, Gauntlet, anything. Right? It you can you can do that. You don't need all this expensive gear to make it happen. You know? I know it sucks to hear someone say, sell these items you've wanted so bad. You'll get them back. And you'll get them back by selling them and rocking shit on a cheap setup. If you still don't believe me, I have watched our friend Jesse rock the fighter torso and the obsidian legs and the dragon boots at every piece of content in the game. I have watched Scape rock the fighter torso, the obsidian legs, and mole slippers at every piece of content in the game. If he's not wearing Elite Void for Theater of Blood, it's 100%. I've seen him wear those exact two setups. The man did. The man did Fasani's nightmare in bronze. In bronze G. G. Yeah, in, in, in bronze mole slippers. G with mole slippers, right? So, for reference, my first point: Jesse has uh, on his main account twenty-one infernal capes. That's twenty-one completed capes, not twenty-one making it to Zuck. So, <laughs> it doesn't reflect your skill set when you're wearing the shittier gear. But on the flip side, it doesn't reflect your skill set when you're wearing the higher-end gear. Right? Sell your shit. Get your untradeables. Grind your skills. Do your quests. And then start getting into Boston. Start adding people in Discord looking for teams. Because people mm-hmm. are going to take Yep. Rant over. Time for break. A time for break. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take this time while you're watching the ad to really... Go to the Grand Exchange and really think about whether or not you want to take our advice. So, guys, we'll see you after the break. Out of there. My name is Farmer Grycaller, and this here's a tithe farm. Now, this here's not your general type of farming that you see around other folks doing. My plants are special. Why? Because they grow real fast. Now, if you're asking me, it is pretty simple. Plant, water, and pick. Now, this isn't all just for fun, no. I've got a, a little shop that my granddaughter's helped me set up. Okay, well, I do gotta be honest with you. I don't take gold pieces. My shop only accepts points that get awarded by yours truly. You get points each time you bring in a harvest, so I'll be keeping track for you. Now, just to rattle off a couple things that might interest you, I've got an herb sack, and a little box to put all your seeds and such, and uh, one of the best outfits. I call it the farmer's outfit. <laughs> oh, and I have a service, too, where I can send folks out to uh, to take care of all your weeds. Woohoo! That one's my favorite, and I sure do hate pulling weeds. It hurts my back. Come on down to the tithe farm and give it a try, and I'm sure you'll have some fun. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break. I know I sure did. 
I'm sitting now, for you audio listeners who don't have eyes on me, my back hurts. I was so hoping you weren't going to say anything. Ah, dang it. I love when we don't say anything, because I really hope there's somebody out there going like, why does Michael look so weird? Why does he look so relaxed? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also looking at myself in the camera. I'm going to stop doing that. Okay. Hello, camera. Doesn't matter for you audio listeners. I said this in the episode we didn't air, but uh, we understand as a show that not everybody watches this show. So in effort to not make it weird, I guess, maybe we'll stop making it so visually uh, heavy. Visuals, visuals heavy. I don't know. But we're so visually appealing, darling. How do we (laughs) not make it visually heavy? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Our YouTube channel is is nearing 200 subscribers, so that's pretty pog. Literally double what Michael and I's individual channels are, which is probably for the best, because, wow, Michael and I did not make good individual YouTube content. Four times what my individual is. No, I'm at 70. Yeah, I no, meant right, combined. I meant combined. Oh, combined. Like it's, yeah, yes. it's almost double than what we have combined. Yes. People have subscribed from XP Waste. Nothing is funnier to me than when people subscribe from XP Waste and watch like my giant mole video from like two years ago. And they're like, is this a good setup for giant mole? I'm like, stop. Stop watching those videos. <laughs> stop. T- I didn't have any RuneScape friends who taught me how to do any of this shit. I just liked watching YouTube guides and was like, oh, I could easily do that. That's not hard at all. Yeah. Don't. Oh, my God. Don't take that advice. Please don't watch this video. The crazy archaeologist one is pretty good. Yeah. And the Barrows one is okay. Don't do the giant mole one. The giant mole one is bad. It's outdated. <laughs> no, no, it's just bad. Oh, okay. That's the I'm going to go watch it. It's just bad. <laughs> I don't even mention the dragon defender. Oh no! Bad. Isn't it a poor man's guide? It's a poor man's guide to bossing. Yeah. So like, a dragon defender is free. It's free. It's bad. (laughs) It's bad. Uh, Well, experiencers. Besides all that, it is time to thank our lovely patrons who support us each and every month to do what we do on this show. I promise you, your money is going somewhere. It's not just going into our bank accounts. That sounds we are, super cryptic. No, I mean, Your like, money is going somewhere. We, I will admit, we have not been as on top of things as we should have when it comes to the things that we've promised with the money that we're receiving. So our big goals are get a new logo, have somebody help us make an intro, and then generally just improve the show. So none of that has happened yet. We are procrastinating, but well, some I'm thinking... of it's happened. Those the postcards that we sent out, that was all from Patreon money. We paid for those with Patreon subscription money. That's so very you, true. You paid for your own postcards if you did that, pretty much. So like, <laughs> but they're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like money has gone towards the show and the audience and things like that. Yes, just not but what the... we've wanted it to be right now. But then again, Michael and I are recording at twelve thirty three on a Tuesday morning. Right now, twelve thirty a.m. Um, yes, because our wow, our schedules have not been in line. Right, we've had like We're five busy. minute phone calls once every week to talk about the show, <laughs> and then record the show. Like, Remember how I said I'm solo dadding this week? Yeah, that's happening. I thought I was gonna have so much time 
to be able to play RuneScape, work on the show stuff, look up people on Fiverr for cool things. But anyway, I say all that to say thank you so much for continuing to support the show. Uh, we're going to shout out everyone in our Wise Old Man and KBD tiers because that is a wonderful benefit that you receive each and every episode. So big thank you to Scape Caution, Balmer, Benjamin R, Hydraulic Monkey, I Swallow, Jake W, Jordy, Macratinka Jones, and Pooper Cheeks. Those are all of our Wise Old Man tier. Moving on to the KBD. Thank you so much, KBD tier. We love you. Thank you to Oxy's Dad. Cookies and Milf, Evan B, Kroll, The Lord Jake himself, P Joint, and Ryan H, aka Akuna. Big shout out to P Joint. This guy, and hello P Joint, he messaged me in game first and just said, Hey, I love the show. Then I get a notification on my phone, P Joint has joined the Patreon. And then, like two days ago, just joined the Discord. So without even joining the Discord, getting a part of the community, all that, just instantly Patreon. Thank you so much. Big this shout out to what, you. This is why Michael's the guy to talk to because, again, private chat's turned off. You're not sending me any messages. <laughs> but I'm not asking for spam in my, in my RuneScape DMs, but my private chat is set to everyone. And um, if you can suddenly, like if you can find what my username is, more power to you because I'm not saying it out loud. So if you can find it, message me. Oxy, I'm going to edit it out. <laughs> I'm going to edit it out. Hey, XP wasters, read my mind. I want you all, look me in the eyes. I want you all to DM Michael in game this week and ask him if he has 99 mining yet. No! In game or in Discord? In game specifically, <laughs> I'll be at Motherload Mine. So be at MLN. Oh man, you guys! Um, you guys have been rightfully spamming Oxy about the Inferno, and I think you need to to cool your jets a little bit. I don't think you need to cool your jets. If you cool your jets, I'm going to cool my jets. I need to get back oh. in the Inferno. I literally sent to run earlier. It was so bad. I had. Like a brew and a half going into wave 31. That's wave 31 is a hard wave. Wave 31 is the Ranger Melee double blob. Wave mm -hmm. 31 is a hard wave. But oh my god, that was so bad. It was just such <laughs> a bad. I lost a pillar like on wave 25. Like it was bad, Oxy. dude. It was such a bad run. I need more. Keep pushing me into the Inferno. Even if I'm you heard having the man. a shit day with it. You heard the Don't man. Don't spam me with it, for the love of God. Right. If you've already said it in Discord, like yeah. we asked last episode, if you've already said it, don't say it again. But if you've not asked Oxy how the Inferno grind is going, add Oxy in the XC Waste chat uh, in our Discord and ask him how it's going. Yeah, because I... And don't I... ask me about mining. Like Oxy just said, <laughs> you can ask me about mining. Whatever. I'm going to give you the answer I give everyone. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a proposition for you, Oxy. We talked about this briefly in the car when you were heading home. Yeah. But I did want to bring it up in the episode just so that we can uh, make it actually happen. 
So we talked about last month, whenever we were talking about what we could be doing for, for Patreon and for the holidays, we talked about Christmas cards. And so more specifically, ugly Christmas sweater Christmas cards. So we want to make that a reality. And I think we can actually do it quite easily and actually have it to you before Christmas Day. So what I'm proposing is every single person who subscribes to this Patreon at any tier in the month of November will receive a Christmas card from Oxy and I. Uh, All you have to do is, again, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash xpwaste at any tier. That can mean $1, $5, $10, $25. uh, message us on Patreon your address that you want us to send the card to. Patreon will sometimes collect your addresses for I special thought, events. Whoa, I thought we talked about e-cards because we mentioned how it's difficult to get postcards out because we have to ship them from one place to another. No, no, no. Oxy, we, uh, Alicia looked it up. They have services that will mail the card for you. All you have to do is oh, enter the address. Oh, shit. That'd be so yes. nice. And it's all digital. That'd be so nice. That wasn't scripted, by the way. That wasn't a scripted exchange. <laughs> I genuinely was concerned because that was the one thing I said to Michael. I'm like, this is fun. And I like writing postcards. It's it's very yeah. like, it felt good to write all the postcards to people because like, I got I gotta level with you. I don't know some of your guys' first names. So <laughs> I, I couldn't, I... I, I could talk to you every single day. If the, if the postcard was addressed to your first name and I don't know it, it may have been tough. Um, but I had so much fun writing all of them to everyone. So much fun. Yeah. You guys should be receiving them this week. It took Check me your like three weeks to find time to write them. <laughs> Remember how uh, weeks ago I said, oh, they'll be in the mail by Friday. I don't even think I took them out of the package till like two weeks yeah. ago. It's like, okay. It, busy we're busy that's the thing god lord we are busy so yeah online sounds perfect i yeah. love that so plan. send us your address on patreon if you want to receive a holiday card from us all we need is i mean you don't have to give us your first name last name we can put whatever in the name slot we just need the address to send it to uh unless you're international promise? international unless you're international different. yeah I don't know if we can do international. U.S. Postal, may... US Postal Service is real picky when it comes to international. So you may need to do first and last name only if you oh. live outside of the U.S. Okay, yeah. Yes, first and last name if you're outside of the U.S. And we're going to TBD on if we can send it internationally via the website. We'll figure that out. But anybody who subscribes to our Patreon in the month of November will receive a card. Yeah. And it's going to be cute. I've already got it envisioned. I'm not going to spoil anything because I want you to see it when you open it, uh, when you get it in the mail. Which is so. great for me because I also don't have it envisioned. So I'm curious to see what Michael has in mind. <laughs> um, Michael, it's fun question time. We've talked it way is. too much about people paying us to talk about RuneScape. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta give them the content they so generously pay for. Yes. What so is Michael, the fun question this week, Oxy? Fun question this week. We talked, uh, before I started bullying all the mid-game players, we talked about item sinks and taxes and a lot of economic stuff. Um, so a question for you. 
and this is a good I think this is gonna be fun I actually did tell Michael this question before the episode because it's probably gonna merit a little bit more thought Mm -hmm. if you could implement any singular item sync into the game whether totally brand new or suggested in passing by anyone J mods other players reddit posts whatever if you could implement any item sync tomorrow what would it be and why do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Hit me with it. So, what you got? I recently watched the the fun little segment they had um, uh, with Mod Ash, and they talked about potential, you know, other item sinks besides the ones that they've talked about. They have the gold sink, the literal gold sink that you can put in your POH. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about that. They talked about the GE removing those items for you. They also mentioned the fact that it could be anything. And Modash said, well, what if there was this dragon that suddenly just put up shop, you know, near the GE because he heard there's a lot of gold and you can go over there and like add to their add to the dragon's gold pile and like get some sort of, you know, high scores or some sort of little untradeable reward for how much gold you've you've donated to this dragon and that just opened the door of possibilities for the ability to have anything be a be an item sink not even a gold sink like you could sacrifice your scythe of vitor to this dragon and he would add it to his hoard uh so there's a lot of things that could be uh, i just think that would be a lot of fun Something silly, you know, like, like there's a dwarf asking for dragon pickaxes or something, and it's on a rotation of this certain NPC thematically, but a certain NPC is asking for the item of the week. And if you give so many of those, it could be something, an untradeable reward, or your name goes on a high score, because people like to see their names out in the world it could be a global broadcast like oxyem has given ten thousand dragon pickaxes to the dwarf and it could be a, a a broadcast i don't want you to do the math it was just a number it's a lot of money that's 30 <laughs> bill worth of dragon Oxy, pickaxes. you're so rich bro <laughs> okay i think that would be fun as hell the implement like so don't get me wrong, it glorifies the wealth gap within the game for sure. But yeah. the idea of like, hey, almost like I'm picturing like yak tracky. Like, mm. hey, this week you donate dragon pickaxes to Dwarfy the Dwarf. And if yeah. you donate like one dragon pickaxe, you get an untradeable hat uh-huh. or you get like a ticket. Or it's like every dragon pickaxe, you get a certain number of tickets, and then you use the tickets, which are untradeable, to buy untradeable cosmetics. Or mm-hmm. perhaps it'll be like you'll get Saki, the bag of gold <laughs> pet, or something. I don't know. Yeah. With like five thousand tickets. Yeah. That could it be is. so much fun, dude. That would Possibles be awesome. Are endless. And it would target certain items that. Obviously, they could just remove from the game via the the like the tax that they're wanting to do, but it also could be fun. Like it could be something that the community gets around. And I think Dragon Pickaxe is like I know that we just threw that one out there, but 
it probably could do for a nice uh a nice item sink. It already kind of has one with the smoldering stone, but I don't think many people use the dragon pick whenever you're recharging your infernal pickaxe. I think they use the smoldering stone because it's cheaper. I, I would find that not a lot of people use an infernal pickaxe. Unless you're you trying do... to pre-tick super efficiently. Yeah. Like, I would yeah, imagine yeah. a crystal pickaxe is the go-to for most people. Yeah, you... The go-to for me. I don't have an infernal pickaxe. <laughs> yep. Unless you're, like, mining and dropping. You're right. It's a crystal pickaxe. Yeah, which is why I'm so appalled at the idea of three-ticking, because I only have a crystal pickaxe, and that would suck. It sucks to to power mine with a crystal pick. (laughs) It's rough. It's you shouldn't. You should definitely shouldn't. Don't don't do it unless it's unless it's uncharged. Please don't. Don't power mine anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's. This is not my smart. This is not my smartest decision to power mine iron with a crystal pickaxe. Imagine going um, five hours wasting two hundred no twenty thousand charges on iron ore. So stupid, dude. That it you're wouldn't already surprise me that that's something that I would do, but like that's so dumb. I yeah, I would love that so much. Which like kind of leads to another point. Like we talked about the shop, which is totally mm-hmm. unrelated to the fun question. As long as it's not tied to microtransactions, this is going to be a possibly the most unpopular opinion I've had on the show all day. As long as it's not tied to microtransactions and everything is untradeable, I friggin' love the idea of a cosmetic shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love right. the idea of a cosmetic shop. I-, I would be okay. This is how far I would go. I would be okay with viable pets in certain scenarios. Oof. Okay. No, buyable pets specific to that shop. You could okay. not buy the little Zick pet. You could not buy well, the Unlift. Yeah. But, but would they show up like on the collection log? Would they be part yeah. of... It might not carry the same weight, obviously, as a pet you have to earn, of course. But like to put... You know, imagine... It's like Castle Wars tickets. You put 5,000 Castle Wars tickets in. You get an actual castle as a pet that like follows you around one tile at a time. <laughs> I don't know. I I personally like the idea. It's not the answer to my fun question, but I really like the idea of old school RuneScape taking on sponsorships. Yeah. Hear me out. Literally, people they're like sharp. They're like sharpening their pitchforks. Hold on. Yeah, but hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm listening. Old school RuneScape takes on sponsorships. Right. They get sponsored by Twitch. They get sponsored by Mountain Dew. They get sponsored by you know Yorkshire Tea or something like that. And there is now a sponsor shop in game where you can use in game gold to buy items related to the sponsor. Yes. So it's not microtransaction. It's not MTX cosmetics. Don't get me wrong. MTX cosmetics are the way of the future. They are the way games make money. Right. Right. But they have, they don't belong in old school runescape by, by with that respect. That said, a crystal crown type cosmetic sounds awesome. I would, you know how cool it would be to have a Yorkshire tea armor set and you just look like a big tea bag running around, <laughs> but it costs 250k and it's purely cosmetic. Like, that's just fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything, it doesn't do anything to negatively affect the game. Right. It's fashionscape that works as a gold sink. More fashionscape. 
You can <laughs> literally never have too much fashionscape, and especially with the bank upgrades coming, all the room for fashionscape in the world. But my actual sink that I think would be good. That was just totally a tangent that I, I got <laughs> off on there. I apologize. I love the idea of adding items to the clan hall to make it look cooler. Mm-hmm. I think they talked about that in weeks past. I think it was like Sween and Aiza talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, in Skyrim, you can expand your house. You can like buy a POH and you can expand it. And to put things in it, to put decorations or to put items or trophies, you need to have certain pieces. Skyrim, things are a bit easier to obtain than in old school RuneScape. You know, dragon bones are easier to come by than a twisted bow, for mm-hmm. example. Um, but I think that sort of like addition, like let's say you spend 10 million clan GP to purchase an armor hall that is attached to the clan mm-hmm. hall, but it's just empty. There's just armor sets and weapon racks, but they're all empty, mm-hmm. right? And as a clan, you need to donate a certain number of weapons. You need to put a certain number of Garazi rapiers, a certain number of abyssal bludgeons, a certain number of toxic blowpipes to get like the weapon stands good to go. Oh, wow. And then I also thought, what if within the clan system or within the clan hall, you expand upon the boss lair displays from a player-owned house? So with the boss lair displays, right, you have to put a jar into this display case, and then it gives, like, a really cool, like, mini image of the boss. I really mm-hmm. like, like, jars are a troll drop for sure, but I really like the boss lair display case. What if you had a boss lair, like, theater, or a boss lair exhibition, or a boss lair gallery in the player oh, room house? Oh, wow, yeah. And you made it so, like, all right, you you spend 10 million GP to make this boss lair uh, gallery in your house or in your in your clan hall, right? This comes out of clan coffer GP, so everyone can contribute. And everyone can contribute as well, but once you, do, once you put the GP in the items, you can never get it back, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you want to make the Chambers of Zarek gallery. You need to add a Twisted Bow, three full sets of Ancestral, two Dragon Claws, a Kodai, an Elder Maul, uh, two dragon hunter crossbows, two twisted bucklers, ten dexes, and ten arcanes. Wow! And then you know, five din's bulwark or whatever. I don't know what else comes from chambers at that point. You put all these items in there. You spend all these hundreds of mills to put all these items in there, and you get a fucking awesome boss room display that you and your clanmates can walk through. Yeah. That will have, like, you remember the old Call of Duty games? How they used to have, like, displays for the missions, like, in Modern Warfare? Mm-hmm. And in Modern Warfare 2, you could walk through. And it was, like, a bonus level. You, like, activated a certain number of buttons that'll come to life and shoot you. But no, it was, like, live. Played. I don't think I ever played Call of Duty. I'm, I'm envisioning, like, a five-man chambers team. Right? And they're all fighting the Great Ulm. But they're, like, still. It's like a boss lair. Oh wow! So you've got yeah. a few people, like you've got like you got a few people over here casting at the mage hand. You've got one person running from one side to the other because they're a tick late, running <laughs> to go like run the head. You got the person camping the mage hand, and you've got the person with the dragon hunter lance attacking the melee hand. Mm-hmm. 
maybe it can be that it changes every day. Hmm. That it's all the same stuff and it's all the same rotation, but sometimes it changes. Or you can orient it in different ways. You know, maybe the raid is over and Ulm's not there anymore. Yeah. And there's a purple light in the chest at the end. Maybe Ulm's head turns left and right. You know? Pretty cool. Maybe or there's a dynamic. Yeah, I was just saying, maybe there's a, dynam- a dynamic effect where you can see crystals falling. They mm-hmm. don't hurt anybody. That would be mm. such a cool upgrade to the POH. And that's just for that'd be that's, that's just for Chambers of Zarek. Think about what you could do with Nightmare or Theater of Blood or God Wars. Anything yeah. that requires like group content. And you can make like a boss layer gallery. Mm-hmm. That kind of because in a way, like that would be super cool. Like, hey guys, this is us. Like this is us right. doing that activity. You know, not that I'm not, I don't want to say you go as far as to like customize the people inside it because that's a bit too much, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it would, (laughs) it would elicit a lot of good, fun memories for for people. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be my ideal item sync. It would make the clan hall more usable. Like right now, there's a bank, and that's about it. I love the clan hall, but it definitely has room for expansion. There's, I'm not shitting on the clan hall. I think it's great, period, as it is. Um, but I definitely think it could use a little bit more to it, a little bit more oomph, you know? Like a party room. They've talked about, like, the potential for a party room, where you have your own little lever and the balloons come down. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a lot in the clan hall that I think has potential, but it's not a priority. Like, wh- what dev is going to say, you know what, two months of my time, yeah, party room, let's do it, when they've got next. They've got Raids 3. They've got a bunch of stuff that they want to get in the game to further the game. But, like, I wish they would have, and hear me out, delayed the clans update a little bit and just gave us a little more in the clan hall than just a bank and a cat we can pet. Like, just a little more. Like, Those something. Pretty awesome. I think they're pretty awesome. As I'm, I'm kind of still peeved that the clan coffer is still only one mil. Like, it has been, what, two months? And we still only can put one mil? Clans it's unusable. I swear to God, Clans definitely came out in May. Okay, it's been more than two months, three months, whatever. It's still only one mil. Jagex, we have tens of millions of GP in a prize pool that we have to put in platinum tokens when we have a Clan coffer that could perfectly hold that for us. Please, make events so much easier. Michael's spoiled little bitch rant aside, I do agree that Clan Hall could use some (laughs) TLC. I love it. I love our Clan Hall. I think it's so much fun. We held the trivia night there on Halloween. It was a blast. Everybody, it was so cool because like there were teams of six and there's six seats at each table. And so each team had their own table and it was like we all were doing trivia together. Okay, you you want a complaint? You want something I think Jagex needs to do? Add another friggin' table to the clan hall. One more table? Add one more table. Add another room with more tables in it so when people show up, people are awkwardly standing around. Because when, when we made our clan, we had seven people. We have uh, 136 now. We need more... Sa- Jagex, we need more chairs. <laughs> like, expand as you will, but like, oh. can we put some folding chairs on the side? 
You know what would be sick? Like a youth group event. There's folding chairs that you make the gnome <laughs> child ranks go out and pick up. And fucking like put along the side of the room. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what would be really cool? Hmm. If you could have, and this would be instanced, but it would be like a teleport room within the clan hall. And it would teleport you to a clan coliseum. Where you could hold 1v1, you could hold mini clan wars, but it would have like hundreds of seats in a Coliseum style, like, like big building. That would be sick. Because you're, you're right. I think the max is what, 500 for a clan? Am I, am I right in thinking? I can't remember how many of the max is, but. Michael, I'm about to blow your mind. What? Go home. Hit your home to hit your house teleport. Oh wait, I have to log in. (laughs) Go to hit your house teleport. Okay. Go to your achievement diary. Left click your ornate jewelry box, Mm -hmm. and then hit the number three. The the Dolorina. Nope. Oh, hold on. Well, log into a different account here, people. We're doing it live. (laughs) All right. Um, you said jewelry box? Yep. Go to your ornate jewelry box and just hit the number three on your keyboard. Three. Will you take me into the wildy? All right. You're literally at Clan Wars. I'm going to blow your oh mind. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, they have Clan Wars in the game, Oxy. But I'm talking, like, I if you wanted. I know what you mean. I'm just okay. trolling you. <laughs> You're so funny. Anyway, I think I'm pretty funny. Somebody just, out there appreciated that joke. I edited out this whole sequence of me logging into the game, going to my jewelry box. Fun fact: it takes so Michael much seven, It takes Michael seven minutes to log into his main account. Gosh. <laughs> Thank you, Oxy. Anyway, I, back to the mining guild. Yes, the, uh, it's like a deviation from the fun question, but it could. I mean, the clan hall alone. You're right. Could offer so many item sinks. I mean, granted, there's not that many clans out there that might drop a twisted bow just to have an entire Chambers of Xerix like exhibit, but it it's bound to happen. Somebody at least twice. Yeah, I don't know that our clan would do it. Even maybe. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? A small clan like ours with enough people who are like. Hey guys, like mini goal. Like let's make a gallery. Let's make a Chambers of Zerica. Let's make a Theater of Blood gallery. Yeah. Cuz that would look really awesome. I imagine people would try their best to contribute. We'd be like, "Here's the deal. You don't ever have to contribute. Like it's probably going to be like a silver key and up are going to do the most of most of the contributing cuz like we're the ones who want this to be a thing." Yeah. But like Literally just today for the God Wars event that's going to happen tomorrow, but also happened yesterday when it comes out. Somebody messaged and is like, hey, can I put forward money for supplies? And we're talking about it in the mod chat. We're like, how? Like, what are we going to do with the supply money? (laughs) And we're still not sure on Monday how we're going to distribute it. So, damn it, Hoskis. We're working on what your four mil is going to go towards. I guess we figured it Uh, out by now. (laughs) We figured it out by now, thankfully. But as far as right now, while we're recording, we're still working on a solution. We appreciate it. But, like, 
the table. Stick that like a like a clan coffer that was larger. That would be sick. Yeah. You know? Put the four it. mil towards the Oh, I want I want a clan coffer that can hold like a hundred mil. Please. More than that. Like Give us a five hundred mil. Coffer, a max cash that takes <laughs> a max cash claim. Two point one four seven bill. God. Please, Michael. Right. I think I think it's time to wrap this show up. We have a question that's going to be up in our community section for this week, and that question is: Will you be trying next when it first comes out? Are you going to be a billionaire? That's the question. Um, you can respond to it on Spotify. Uh, it's at the bottom of the episode, I think. And for the first time ever, it's going to be on YouTube. So. YouTube, you're not left out on this one. If you don't care to go to Spotify, you can check the pinned comment on this episode and just hit reply and answer the question there. And next episode, we will likely read the question. We'll read the answers to that question. But like I said, will you be trying next the day of release? I know I will try it. Whether or not we're going to complete it, that's to be determined. I know I sure will. <laughs> I know I sure will. <laughs> XD Wasters, it has been a pleasure. I thank you so much for all your support each and every week. Sorry what you know, sorry for what happened last week. We'll try not to do that again. You know, EQing is hard, but if you um are still with us this far in the episode, thank you. Check out the description of the episode for everything that you could ever want. As far as links, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash xpwaste. Join the TNL Discord. And uh, for fun, subscribe to Oxy on YouTube and watch his please, mole guide. Please don't. Please don't. Like, like that video so that it gets pushed through the stop algorithm. Stop telling these people what to do because they do it religiously. <laughs> stop. 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 Do not watch the mole video. It's not good. It's not good advice. Oh my god. XP Wasters, we love you guys so much. We'll see you next week, okay? <laughs> <laughs>